symmetrical. We're so symmetrical, that's why we're sexy. Both got a hair up. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mirroring. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I used like yeah. a, a sea salt spray in mine right. the other day. It drives my head crazy. Oh, right. really? Irritate, yeah. Like your scalp? Great on the day, yeah. but if I don't wash it out that night, the next day, eat your head. Ah, uh, when did I do this? And I'm a sleep scratcher too. So I will wake up with homemade dandruff. Oh. You know, if you scratch yeah, you, so much, you're just yeah. Yeah, you've caused dragging it. your own skin off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am a scratcher, but normally that's like my shoulders or my, like my skin. I'll pick my skin when I'm asleep. But uh, You pick your skin. That's yeah, like <laughs> scratching my skin when I'm asleep. Do you know what I mean? Like if you've got a spot or something like that. And oh, you've got a little, nu- little nubbin. Yeah, and then you'll just like get it when you're asleep and then wonder why. Why it's sore or yeah. bleeding. Yeah, that's that's what I do. But I'm not, not really much. Do you ever used to go out and then come home, go to sleep and then wake up and then wake up in the morning and be like covered in scratches? And no clue as to how you got them. <laughs> no. Especially like on your face, you know, things like that where it looks like, you know, where someone's palmed you off. <laughs> no, no I'm joking. Not on my face. But I used to get them, uh, that was quite rapey. Um, all over, I used to wake up and I'd have them all over my arms, usually in like just random places. How the hell have I been walking into the living room? Usually, this is uni. Mm. Like, what, have you seen this, boys? And they're like, yeah, we played uh, hedge wrestling. What? Yeah, yeah, hedge wrestling. And we used to, used to do it, we used to do wrestling moves onto each other into yeah. hedges <laughs> on the way home. Fair enough. Either that or stealing motorway signs. Yeah. I can imagine head res- hedge wrestling. Hedge wrestling. Kind, kind of entertaining. We also did marsh wrestling in a um, nature reserve. In a marsh. The uh, camera's doing its thing again where it loves it. It just cut off. It just goes, no more for you, sir. Yeah. You Your live viewing is no longer allowed. You don't need to see anymore. No. So uh, keep Surely there's got to be another way. Can we do this? Can we hook that up to a screen? Yeah, We've got yeah, like another TV or something like you can that? Hook, you can hook the cam- these cameras up to... See, the problem with the cameras is they only record for 30 minutes because then otherwise they charge you for being a video camera, which is more money. So they're actually doing it to save you money. But... What they uh, can do is bypass that if you hook an exterior screen up mm. and run it through the HDMI of the camera or the, yeah, I think it's an HDMI, whatever it is, the output. And then it's uh, then it runs forever. But they're about 400 quid. Does it have to be in it? Like a specific? Yeah, it has to be external. Because then it's technically not recording onto the camera. It's recording to an external device. So that's why it's allowed to go longer than 30 minutes. I've seen ways where people hook up like DSLRs to use as webcams. So do you reckon you'd be able to use your laptop, connect that to the DSLR, and geeks. use it as, Calling use all that geeks. As, a, as, a, as a webcam? Calling all nerds. We need help. Tech geeks, help us out. Other than, I have seen people do it. Other than cracking the camera, waiting for Magic Lantern to do that, which is they're still going to be another year away from doing. Well, mm. this is the R5 now, so they're going to be longer away. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's not happening. Yeah, how can we get around it other than buying a Ninja 400-pound screeny job? We do eventually want to... Not have blackouts consistently. We haven't had any. Uh, we've been really good recently. But, but the thing is, though, it's like we have to be on it constantly. We can't. It almost, it almost can break our concentration. And when we're just in the flow of things, time goes so quickly. Yeah, there's so many things that they haven't seen where we've chatted for like ten minutes, oh, and then God, we've both yeah. just gone. Uh-oh. Fuck, it's and, not recording. And then we had to work out where we've gone back to. And I'm listening with my ear to the camera, like literally on the camera, because there's no mic on it, so it's recording minute sounds. Yeah. So I've got my ear shoved up to the tiny little speaker on the camera, and I'm going, you saying something about burning a rabbit? And they're like, what? No. Like, did we say Tell that? Back. No, no, no. It's, no, it's a woodland rabbit. You said woodland rabbit. No, it's no, no. No, you're talking about pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard. Yeah. There, there is so much that just gets lost. And... 
Fuck. It's, anyway, it's really frustrating. It does break. It does I, break might, the place. I might just buy an external thing anyway because it might be worth it. But um, we'll wait till January sales. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm sure <laughs> you can. I don't know whether it, obviously Apple device things that they they kind of lock things off a little bit more, don't they, Apple? Mm. Um, but I know with like you know Windows Android. PCs and stuff like that. Yeah, you can literally just hook it up as a as a as a webcam. Yeah, but then you have to bring the computer in the room again. And like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no, I, I get the whole. Ugh. But if, if it means we just turn it on and then forget about it, yeah, maybe. Who knows if that's a, if that's a doable Geek, thing. Geeks might hook us up. Geek hook us up. Should we uh, should we roll straight into the room before we? Uh, Let's, we've got our ice in our glass. It's ready to go. We've got skull ice cubes in a skull glass. Oh, I just spoiled it as well. I told you what it was going to be. I didn't say oh, what, well, but I said this week it is a rum, yeah. and it is going to be. Ooh. What is it actually? You just brought this in today. Yeah, we both forgot. So then, <laughs> petrol station on the way in. Oh, the one petrol in petrol station um, purchase. That's uh, uh, much Wenlock. We didn't forget. It's just we keep forgetting that the one I have, yeah. we're not using a f- yeah, for a specific reason until something it. is released. So what we've got is Havana Club Cuban Spice. Is this is this meant to be cack or is this meant to be good? Havana Club's all right. It's is not. It? It's like a. It's a fairly like common brand, but Havana Club's like all well, right. We should do some of the common stuff though. Yeah, because people. I have had so many like um, people's girlfriends have been messaging me. And that's the end of my comment. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Like you, all of your misses have <laughs> been messaging me. Yeah, they've been messaging me because their fellas want them to buy them rum. Uh, yeah, I've had have that. Had yeah, yeah well? I've had quite a few of those as <laughs> one well. More, one more whiskey. A lot of rums, though. Mm. We need like a like a definitive list of like our top. Yeah. I literally yesterday I was replying to somebody um, and then they were like, oh, I've tried this one, that one, the other. And he was like, he had bamboo at the same time we had it. So he tried it when we yeah, tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but I'd already recommended a couple of others as well that he'd gone for. But I think uh, our favourites, if you do need to know, the favourite rums, one was our, if you want to go straight lace, Burning Balm was one of our favourite rums. Yes. Yeah. And they do do flavoured ones as well, which, which were are... exceedingly good. Yeah. Like the be- the better versions of flavoured rums. Yeah. Um, They're limited edition. But, I don't know why I'm telling you this, because you won't be able to get hold of it, because there was only 300. Gone? Well, All gone. I assume so. There was I only 300 so. bottles. Yeah. But that was amazing. Yeah, I've still got mine unopened, so we're saving that one for some kind of occasion. Yeah. Uh what was our other rum? Because is that was there a spiced rum? So their spiced rum's lovely. Their plain rum, their smoked rum, literally all of their all, rums are fucking great. Um, and the other one was um, blue, blue view, view blue or something. The St. Ives one, the Cornish one. Oh, um, oh, sorry, making banging noises. Oh, um, what was that now? I can tell the. I can tell the. Yeah, and it was in that that sky blue bottle. Oh, look. It was Talisker. Not Talisker. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Like, like It still says it's recording when I go, no, Matt, anyway, you don't need to know that <laughs> podcast. I, <laughs> it's, a Saint, it's a Saint Ives rum, and the bottle looks so good because What's it's, it called, it's a good gift bottle because it looks mm. really appealing as well. Yeah, that was amazing. I, I said Bumboo for me is one of my top ones as well. Bumboo was fucking gorgeous. I just like the name Bumboo. Bumboo. Is, what was that one we looked at today? Knob Creek. Mm, Knob Creek. Knob Creek. There's so many. That just names. sounds like a place you wouldn't want to go. Oh, don't you don't want to go to Knob Creek? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Because obviously, at some point, we do really want to do it like our own twin fin. Twin fin. That was it. Maybe. Yes. You know, we want to do our own. It's you know, like they've got the brand, but then they've got the like the the sub like the the kind of the category name. Oh yeah. We should literally just call ours like Dick and Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Crewcast, dick and balls. Shit in the dick. 
<laughs> right, what are we on today? We are on um, festive season. It's the festive. Welcome to December. My oh, decorations yeah. are finally up. My tree is finally up. Yep. You you kept, you didn't get the full jazz. I forgot to put the pillar lights on. Yeah, I did think. I was like, I wonder if you're taking them down at first because no, I didn't see them. And I was, mm. Just uh, it got dark quick and yeah. I was still decorating a tree as you came in. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've decided I want all red baubles on the tree and I don't like gold anymore. And so half of my decorations are now redundant. Well, we're having gold at ours, so we can have some of your gold baubles. You might not want them there, but well, some of them are right. Yeah. To be fair, Emma, Emma did all the decorating like the other week. We had like a, we had half a day free and she was just like, it was early and she was like, if we don't do it now, yeah. it's going to be like right before Christmas when we actually do it. So we'll just fucking get it done. Are you not a, are you not a decorator, tree decorator? Emma was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, no. Really? <laughs> no, no, I was just like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm overbearing with it. Oh, really? People put things up, I'm like, nope. No, that doesn't go there. Clearly, look at what I'm doing structure-wise. Yeah, no, I'd let so do I hung the wreath outside because uh, we've got like a UPVC door, so you can't like bang an nail in and just hang it. So I ordered some like sticky hooks and then like zip-tied it to the hooks. And so far it stayed on. So yeah. Those sticky hooks, don't put them up in your house. They rip your wall off when you take them down. Yeah, yeah. Freaking liars. I know. Make out like he's peeling back off when you're done. Yeah, I have got like these easy peel ones where the 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 ta- like the tape extends past the hook, so you can literally like lift the tab and oh, it's got it. a little tab. Yeah, no, mine didn't have but it. Either way, it's like it just depends because if it's a very strong adhesive, it will just take the plastic clean off your walls. Clean off. Yeah, that's what it did. Anyway, quickly back onto the uh, the Havana Club room. It's um, um, an ugly ass label. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I hate everything about it. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, it looks like a, a bottle of pop. <laughs> it does. I'm hoping. It just sounded nice. Uh, Cuban rum with spices and natural tropical flavours. So I'm hoping this is going to be maybe a slightly lighter... But we're shit with rum anyway, aren't we? We're, we're, yeah. we're basic on the rum, so... Basic bitch. We'll be able to tell you whether this is a good basic. So Havana Club Spice Rum takes inspiration from the vast tropical world of Cuba, blending our double-aged rum with exotic flavours and warming, warming spices. It balances sweet vanilla and aromatic spices with a hint of juicy ripe guava, mm. toasted coconut and fresh pineapple. But there's a lot of nice stuff on the back of that. That yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah. I, I just, ha- I, I saw this and I was just like, is this going to be another, Lewis's mind's gone blank. The first <laughs> one we had, what was that? Oh, what, the the, the snaky bottle one? Yes. Um, Where is it? It's usually up on the side there. I don't know. Snaky bottle one. Yeah, that one. That one. That one. I can't think. Why are we retarded? Why can't we fucking remember anything? Why can't you, I can, why, here's the thing. Why can't I remember names of people and things? Literally, my brain is told it, and within three seconds, it's gone. Mm, yeah. I, that's important information. Yet, lyrics to Top Gun, I know. my telephone number from when I was 12 years old, Yeah. telephone number of a girl from primary school from when I was 11 years old, like, still knows all of that. Yeah. The one trick I did learn which is very good for remembering names is use their name immediately like as quick hey as, as yeah Hello, so Jeffrey. someone's just like hi i'm john Hello, right, Kaniqua. nice to meet you john and then like yeah. if you if you really? get that in early that does actually really help yeah that because i'm so bad so bad you know when you come to meet people and you know them mm. and then your brain you go what's their name again and your brain goes <laughs> no and it's like but I need to introduce them to this person. Your brain's like, I know, it's going to be really funny when you can't. Yeah. like, no, come on, really, we can do this. And it's like, <laughs> I'll tell you tomorrow yeah. when you don't need it. Yeah. I'll wake you up in the middle of the night. Yeah, the knowledge. you'll wake up and go, Stephen, fuck, I called him Dave. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Right. Or you could be a mean ass bastard if you're a name rememberer. Yeah. And when your mate asks you, what's that name? Yeah. And it's like Jeff. Yeah. And you just go, oh, that's Derek. Derek. And say it really confidently. Because if a person doesn't know someone's name, when someone else tells them the name, they're then going to make a point of saying that name directly to the person. <laughs> yeah. So that bloke would then immediately be like, hey, yo, Derek. And the guy would be like, it's fucking... Steve or whatever his real name is. You're not, you you're forgot a, the you're, name that you just a, said. See? <laughs> Proof. <laughs> what did I say? I think you did say Steve. Yeah. I'm it's pretty a, sure you did. You see, the, my, my go-to names are Dave or Steve. Or if I think of a name, worst name for a baby, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Lil. Keith. Oh, Keith. Yeah. I knew a Keith. Yeah, but they're all right by the time they hit 30. Yeah, the Keith I knew was like 60. Even even mid-20s Keith is a bit, mm, sorry, yeah. Keith's. Yeah, I don't you, really know. You grow many. into your name, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, it might take a few years, but you get yeah, there. You'll get there. Yeah, little baby Keith. Just like the same when someone calls <clears throat> their kid Princess or Summer. That's great when they're like three. Mm-hmm. Wait till they hit 22 and just introduce themselves in a business meeting as Summer or Princess. Yeah, Nanny Summer. Yeah, my name's... Sorry, what? Mm. My, name's, my name's Princess. Oh, so you're named after a, a horse? What? I don't, what happened? <laughs> Should we get this going then? Yeah, go on, pop There's it. no pop. Oh, there's no fucking... Right, okay, I'll do it. Nah, that's a cheeky pop. If you ever get a bottle that opens like that, it's the immediate winner of all time. Yeah, the ultimate. I do like the squeaky poppers. Yeah. We, How's your Christmas? Build the tension. How's your Christmas um, going other than your non-decorating trees? Um, Other than putting up a wreath, I've done practically no shopping because I've left it all to Emma. Um, Are you doing any shopping? We went up Merry Hill. What's that? It, Merry Hill is a shopping centre. It's a, the big shopping centre near me, basically. Mary it used to be the largest one in Europe at some point. Do you know what? I've had not a lot of food today. Yeah. I think it's going to hit me like a freight train. Like, oh, you didn't sniff it? Nothing. You didn't, you're not even giving it the time of day, are you? I'm it, just, absolutely zero I, hope for it, this. Look. Keep me with tricep. Right, hang I you picked go, it up it. On the, on the, how does it smell? It smells like medicine. Really? Yeah. In like a good way or a bad way? No, it smells like sweetie medicine. It smells oh, like, like Alfred? No. Alberts. Medicine that they give for kids. Alberts. Was it called Alberts or something? Ooh. That's an one. It smells like it's going to be delicious in Alfred's all the wrong room. ways. Alfred's. Alfred's. Alberts. Alfred's. Snake one. <laughs> Alfred's. But there's no point in waiting for this. It's going to be so hold sweet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. the fuck. Phone. I know what you're like now. You're forming a fucking I know. I got right. <laughs> tinker, tinker. I've been really good not drinking to help my arm heal. And check it out. Oh shit. Da, 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 da. Full extension, motherfuckers. That's crazy. Look at that. Shouldn't be able to do this for four weeks yet. That's, na, 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 that's, na, class, na. Right. that's literally full extension. Literally full extension. I can't though flex it like that. If you watch, I have got a jumper on, but because I'm juicy, you can still see it. Mm. See how that. Like, yeah, you can create a peak. I can create a real peak easy. This one, even if I try, it doesn't fire. Yeah. So I'm going to have to teach that tendon to fire that outer head of the bicep again. Yeah. Um, it's early but, days, right, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. But you know when you can extend it and you're like, I'm healed. And it's like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but I was carrying stuff around whilst we went Christmas shopping because I went to York. Yeah. What a place. Hmm. It was pissed it down on one day. I didn't even care. Just walking around a couple of streets on an umbrella. fucking stunning. So beautiful. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Medicine Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not half bad, actually, to be fair. It's got a nice little bit of heat to it. Mm. There is a nasty aftertaste of flavouring, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Initial taste, 
it's nice. It's a little bit. What does it say is in it? Guava. Yeah. You can taste that pineapple-y kind yeah. of flavouring. And then it's nice, a little bit of heat. And then after the heat, though, is that after artificial taste. Yeah. And you that's know, the problem. Yeah, that sweetener-y kind of... I don't even know what that kind of sensation is in your mouth because it yeah. is a sensation more than a taste, isn't it? It's like... It's it's almost it's, like paracetamol to me. I think it's almost cooling. Like, you know, when you have, like, mouthwash and it, like, makes your mouth feel cold. But without... But, it's Instead of the cooling, it's the weird aftertaste flavour. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's an unusual kind of sweetener-y... Chemical. Kind of, this is yeah. chemical, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. I'll try it again. We'll try it a second time run. Second time marooned. What's the percentage on this? Hmm. 35. Oh. Yeah. See, that tastes harsh for 35, yeah, I think. Does, not, yeah. not, not harsh, that's a bit extreme. But You can taste the alcohol in it like you shouldn't be able to. Mm. Yeah. It's not bad, it's not good. It it's was palatable. 20, 22 quid or something like that. Bang that into a cocktail. Yeah, that'd be perfect with a, in a cocktail. Just a straight... You, where nice. you won't where you won't notice the uh... yeah you stick it into a cocktail it's absolutely fine mm. but um, straight yeah that's that's nasty mate it's mm. got the chemicals all over it yeah it's that aftertaste the initial taste is all right yeah the initial taste but that after bit Oof. Uh, oh well what have we got up there that we can swap in pirates grog up some pirates grog mm. which one do you want spiced spiced five year aged yeah. Oh, we're going to do this. Well, we'll finish this. Mm. No? Do you want to? Oh, if just... we're going to swap out, we'll fucking swap. Because we've got a tad bit of ice in there that we all salvage. Oh, you want to pour it? What do you want to do? I'll just go and talk, pour it down on Lou. Right, I'll keep talking about York. Yeah. All right, pour it down Lou. <laughs> Lou's off to the Lou to pour it down the Lou. <laughs> Havana. You're not even staying on the desk, Havana Cube. Havana Club Cuban Spiced. I'm, I'm annoyed that Lou had to buy that. I'll have to, uh, although I did get Lou, he doesn't know. I've got him a really cool Christmas present. I bought him in York, but I can't say anything because obviously he might listen to this. But uh, yeah, York, if you haven't been, is one, it's just such a historical town. It's absolutely stunning. It's got the original walls of the city that still exist, which encompass the entirety of the city centre. And um, there's just this beautiful area to it where you go past all the mainstream bits and go straight to the cobbled streets at the back. And it literally looks like... Harry Potter world. One of the streets, if you followed on my stories whilst I was there, you'll see it just looks like Diagon Alley. And I'm pretty sure it's what it's based off. It's absolutely amazing. There are actually Harry Potter stores there, but my favourite one is that you can buy swords, you can buy a full suit of armour in one of the shops. There's a whole shebang. It's uh, York, if you haven't been, it took us three hours to get there. Well worth it. Well worth it. York is stunning. I it's, really do like York. But I like the fact that there's this independent... Here's the best one. I was walking around at night because I got there later on the first day. So I had a wander around in the evening. Um, went to the Ivy. Mm. Managed to get a, just walk in. I managed to get a table like within half an hour. They had a, a little slot open up. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, why not? Why not a, yeah. Because the Ivy, as, as, as pretentious as some people think it is, is not that expensive. Yeah, uh, It's like 15, 16 quid a main. Add on all your uh-huh. extras and like sides and all that kind of jazz. You end up about 70 quid for two of you. Remind me to tell you about... Uh... Where we went for Emma's birthday later. Carry okay. on anyway. And um, so I had a nice evening there, but I had to wander around the um, streets at night. And I walked past this one shop, and it's called um, Ghost Merchants of York. Have you seen this? No, no. Right. So you look inside, and it looks creepy as hell. And there's these little, what seem to be porcelain ghosts, just all on these shelves. But they're talking like old school 
ghost like you would make out of a sheet. Okay. And it just looks like that. Um, and they're all slightly decorated differently. And it's all super old world and it's really tiny. Probably the same size, not much bigger than this room that we're in for a shop. And uh, it says above the door, uh, proprietors, and then the two names of these people, um, distinguished ghost merchants of York, all in old calligraphy above the door. And I'm just like, how the fuck is someone making a living doing this? And we look, you look, and you look in, and at the back there's just a counter, and then a big, big heavy curtain, yeah. gold like ornated curtain, where obviously like Wizard of Oz looking thing. Yeah. And then all the ghosts are up on the left hand on the wall on the side. Yeah. And and then there's loads of creepy pictures. They're not meant to be creepy, but they're just old so they, and they're portraits. So they, that's yeah. that eyes that follow you, creepy pictures. Yeah. I was just like, this is so bizarre. And I, and I said, they must be on a lease from like the 1800s. The, the city can't get them out of. It's yeah. been in the family. Yeah. They just can't kick them out. Yeah, they think five pounds a yeah. month because that used to be a load of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. And it's just this proper little, like eclectic little fellow that, that does this. Yeah. And then I came back the next day and you're walking down what's essentially diagonally. And um, there's a, a bit of a kerfuffle of a big queue of people. <clears> and um, oh, what's going on here? I said, wouldn't it be hilarious? It wouldn't be amazing if this was for that little ghost shop. Guess fucking what? No way. 40 deep queue of people so, queuing for the shop. The shop across the front of it yeah. had a rope across the front door. They were letting people in one at a time. And these people were literally queued. Apparently, these little ghost things that this dude does, mm. because they're all limited edition and hand-painted and hand-done by him, and once they're done, they're done. People go crazy for them. Fucking hell. And they cost about 20 quid, yeah. but they got up in value. Wow. Because people collect them. Yeah, and they're just like literally yeah. one and it was full for, of like young couples to old couples to Chinese people. Yeah. Just everybody was there. And it made my day. I was like, you are a legend. Fair play. You are a legend. Living if you it. went to a bank yeah. for a business proposal and yeah. said, right, I've got this plan. Yeah. And they sell these little porcelain ghosts. And what else? No, that's it. Yeah. Shop's going to look like it's from the 1960s. Yeah. No, 60s is too eclectic. 1940s. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to only allow three or four people in the store at once. Mm. And I'm going to make everyone else queue outside. They'd be like, get out of the bank, yeah, you right. lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> how, good luck. <laughs> so much so they had a note in the window saying, this is how much they were expect queues. A sign in the window that they put up. Please do not queue directly outside the store and block the pavement. So they had people queuing down the cobble part where it would originally be in the street. Okay. So that they're not in people's way. That's how often they have the queues. There. Wow. I was like, it just made me, made me so happy. That's I, al- I almost joined the queue, but it was 40 deep. I was like, nah. Did you, you'd already been in there, right? No. I thought, I thought you'd already been I in there. I looked through the window at night. Oh. That's right. why I was like, that's why I made the joke of walking down. I think I was like, it wouldn't be hilarious if it was a ghost thing. And it actually was. Should we, uh, should oh, we now have let's a, have a try of the Pirate's Grog. Try again. Spice rum, Pirate's Grog, five year aged. Mm. Now that is a drink. Mm. Well, that's the spiced, isn't it? Not the five-year-old. That's the spice, five-year-age spiced. Yes, yeah, you're right. But how smooth is that alcohol in that? No, that, no that's stronger. Yeah, stronger. And tastes way smoother. Same heat. No nasty alcohol kick. Really deep, rich flavours coming through on that yeah it's such a different ball game i know it like porridge grog's a little bit more expensive but fuck me it's not even comparable Mm-mm. Mm. wow that's good i also got something else to open up on here oh yeah we we got something so this has been sent to me by one of my followers who also listens to the podcast that's cool so i'm going to uh, just find his message on here i do get confused hey by the way if you uh, message me on instagram 
and then change your profile picture, I'm never finding your message again. That's how I do it, because I can't remember the names, as we've just discussed. We're yeah. pathetic at remembering names. So I try and remember the picture as best I can. And um, I, I've confused the picture. And I just clicked on what I thought it was, and I was like, yes, bossed it. Boom. Nope. Different person. Not you. Different person. Uh, so let me see if I can find... Uh, there'll be a note inside. I'll tell you more anyway. He'll have his Instagram on there. So this, now I haven't seen this yet because mm-hmm. I opened it up to have a look inside, saw it all wrapped in tissue and knew what it was. All right. This is a handmade leather item. Oh. Now they messaged me um, just out the window. Is it a gimp mask? I want to make you something. <laughs> is it a gimp it's mask? It's for your penis and only for your penis. <laughs> so this is by Pentley Park. Is that how you'd say, how you'd say that? Pentley Park, yeah. So P-E-N-T-L-E-Y Park, P-A-R-K dot com. Now, this is uh, by purchasing an item from my fellow follower. Uh, you are supporting a small startup business, one that has been an idea for many moons and finally brought to life during the pandemic of January 2021. Fair so time. this is really cool. So this is somebody who had a talent and put it to use. Oh, look at that. That's I cool. love the little hand handwritten note. Dude, how neat is that writing? Is that printed? That has to be printed. Or is that real writing? Have a look. That's real writing because it's got a smiley face in like real writing. Smiley face. Yeah, that's real writing. That's just, that's how normal people write. We're just fucking. Oh, we? <laughs> so here we go. So this is a little care package. Hey, Lex, thank you for giving me the opportunity to make and send you some products that you will hopefully get some use out of. Smiley face. Box of contents. Here we go. Opening the wrapping paper. So we have. Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Oh, look at this. We have a handmade leather bifold wallet made with full grain. Now it says Wolpier. W-A-L-P-I-E-R. Buffalo leather. Brown. Look at that, mate. That's smart. Oh, the inlay. The inlay is buffalo leather oxblood. No, I'm a fan of oxblood as well. That's my two favorite things because you'll get the patina of that brown leather on the outside mm. and then that constant flash of the red leather on the inside. That's very cool, that is. This is handmade. So he sent me pictures of just the leather and it's been made into that. I got to pick the colours. It's hand-stitched to last way longer, which uh, apparently lasts longer than machine stitching. The red buffalo leather matching key ring. Ooh, mm. look at that. There we go. Nice. That's beautiful. Oh, that's really solid. That's really chunky and manly as well. Yeah. That's a really good. Oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. And like the clasps and everything there. Jesus, that's rock solid. That's like a, that yeah, I was gonna say that is like a yeah. proper rock climbing carabiner almost. Very durable HK carabiner. So it actually might well be good for rock climbing. Yeah. Hand stitched full grain Halloween Old English Dublin drinks coaster. We've got some coasters for the podcast. Oh. Look at that leather coasters. No way. Oh, that is disgustingly sexy. I didn't even know that existed as a no, thing. I Actually, I kind of did, but forgot. Yeah. I have yeah. seen leather coasters before. Oh, and they are embossed, debossed. Debossed? When it's punched in? Oh, I can't Bentley Park. That is so How smart. How freaking lovely. They are. I this is amazing, mate. This is so much more than I expected. I thought it was just making me a little wallet. Uh, Hand stitched full grain Halloween Old English uh, Dublin drinks coasters for your morning coffee or whiskey. Wax and oiled. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you can feel it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, veg tan will let the leather patina beautifully. I don't know what V-E- V-E-G tan. 
You know what I mean? Is that the colour, the tan? Because tan. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I think so it almost like... looks like a patina <clears throat> tan already. That's gorgeous. Yeah, I suppose the lighter colours, you're going to notice the patina on it a lot more than on the dark ones. Uh, Shall I go and show the camera some of these up close? Yeah, yeah. Grab the, there's the wallet. There's the thing. Do you want the key ring? Yeah. You got it. Where have you put it? Something else in here as well. And one of my company's staple products, which is the microfiber. Come on. If you give it, you hold it still, it should focus on it. Or you can tap on the screen. That'll help it. Uh, so this is a microfiber product, which is the microfiber, uh, a, it says backed handkerchief made for cleaning all gadgets, glasses and camera lenses with a wacky pattern to match your colorful metallic summer outfit. All of this is my way of saying thank you for your content on every platform, replying to messages and just being a badass. <laughs> I hope your arm heals quickly. It is doing so. Thank you very much. And I really hope you love some of the products. I obviously had to include some shameless plugs to my company. Of course you did. And that's from Barnaby, who is on Instagram. If you check him out, he's at King underscore point. Barnaby, what a sick name. Barnaby, that is cool. And this is a cleaning cloth, and which is just used for cleaning like glassware and anything gadgety. Perfect. Which is delicious because I actually do need one of those to clean my glasses. And how cool is that to pull that out of your pocket to yeah. clean your sunnies? Should we swap that these? That is, let's change out the slot. Yes, let's the new, there we go. Let's move this box. Pentley Park Coasters. Here we go. So get rid of that one. Oh, look at that. That is sexy. Well, listen, if you're struggling for some gifts, these are so nice. And these are all handmade. And that's something, this is something that's really big with me. If you can have something handmade by a small company, I would rather have that than a big company with a flash name on it. I'd yep. rather have something like this than, so at the moment I've got, this is a, a mulberry uh, card wallet, would you call it? You see how that's nicely patina Yeah, it is. So this, I would much rather have this kind of thing made by some little company with a hand stitch by some little guy just working his butt off making cool shit, limited numbers, mm -hmm. than this mulberry. So this, this now, look what I'm doing. Barnaby, driving license, picture of my granddad. See you later. Mulberry wallet. There we go, switching you out. This is now my new wallet. My Pentley Park Blood Ox and Brown Leather wallet is going pride and place in my pocket. There we go. Nice. Onto the silver keychain. This is the question now. Will I be able to hook it onto this? Oh, look, it has a gap there, so I can. <laughs> Perfect. There it is. It's in my pocket. Jobs are good, huh? About to get nicely patinaed and battered, as all good wallets should be. Yeah. Pentleypark.com, P-E-N-T-L-E-Y park.com. If you're struggling for a Christmas gift for a guy who likes cool, funky things, leather, coasters, the wallet, the whole shebang, oh, that honestly. I want I, a little card wallet, actually, because um, I... I'd be happy with those. Yeah, I might uh, I might show him that. But yeah, I've, I've... Like, since you're able to do, like, paying on your phone, I literally don't carry my wallet anymore. But no. I do sometimes need to have a couple cards on me. Like, I don't carry cash. Like, who the fuck carries cash? But, uh, yeah, just something to have, like, ID, bank card. Um, and it it is just a it. nice thing to have. Look at that. I'm putting that on my... I'm putting a key ring on my jeans just because it looks cool dangling off there. Thank you so much. Man, we get, we're so lucky doing the shit we do. I love that. That's beautiful. And, uh, well, it's been our cigars. So what are we on today? 
So these are the uh, the oh, Churchill I love these. light hour ones. So this is what we had. So when we first met the cigar man, Anthony, Mr. Anthony, um, this is what he gave us to try when we when we first met him. I'm sure it was this one. Um, and yeah, this was the one we said was like super horsey. <laughs> it smells like a horse. Yeah. Well, I just battered the end of mine because I'm an idiot. Never mind. So on the cigars, we're back on the rum. Lex is back healing, full arm extension. Uh, I actually have to. Ooh, I had a, a chat with the um, with the surgeon the mm-hmm. other day after I went in, and he had to specially ring the uh, the physio yeah. to tell her what you know that I'd, ha- I'd have to have an upgraded program because I'm so far ahead of the game. Mine's mine's gone a bit messy, mate. Yeah, mine did too. I think I. Completely butchered that chop then. And um, yeah, so I have been, re- uh, so recovery wise, uh, something guys is really important. If you have damaged any muscle, uh, ligaments, tendons, or anything like that, make sure you're supplementing with one big thing that a lot of people don't even really think about crack cocaine. Yeah, and speed. Mix them together, snort them, boom, job. Yeah, um, collagen. Mm, yes. Around about five to 10 grams a day, probably 10 grams if you can. If you can. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, your tendons and ligam- uh, ligaments are made up massively of collagen. Muscle, not as much so, but still a good proportion in there of collagen. And uh, we don't supplement with it. And we obviously, our diet is pretty deficient in it, yeah. especially with the way we eat now with everything we process. So if you are struggling, start supplementing collagen, start supplementing with iron, zinc. And uh, one of the things that has been huge, I believe so far, considering you've bearing in mind, I should still be... When I came out, out the, when I went, I should still right now be in a brace for another two weeks. I should also still be in pain trying to extend my arm past 90 degrees. And look. Yeah. He had to take me out the brace because the brace was ill-fitting. And I said, and I showed him what I could do. And he was like, well, you don't even bloody need it. Mm-hmm. And he had to put a note on my medical report that he was allowing me out of the brace. Yeah. Because it's, and it's, it's not a normal thing to be allowed to do. And one of the things I think has really helped with this is BPC-157. I've been injecting it into the site of operation. Mm-hmm. So I've been injecting it in around where the, the surgery was. Well, it does have a local effect, doesn't it? It's not like... It was originally thought to be totally local and you had to kind of get it as close to the injury as possible. This, mm-hmm. Because so many more people have started using BPC now, um, it's systemic. They've worked out it's actually systemic. Oh, right. But you're going to do no harm getting it as close to pos- as you can. Yeah, I've actually been injecting it into the tendon. Yeah, Once I got it so perfect... I got it into the sh- I got it into the sheath of the tendon, oh, really? and I know that because when I injected it, I felt it go up my arm, Ooh. which is the same as when I get my thumb done. Oh yeah, you literally feel you it. You feel like- it go up inside the tendon sheath. Yeah. Wow. I only did it once though, and bearing yeah. in mind I injected myself twice a day. Yeah. It, it's and I've been that was six weeks. How is it like injecting a? Don't even feel it. It's a tiny little. You buy them little insulin needles off Amazon, one mil, throw away, use them once, kind of things. Mm-hmm. Well, not use them once because you fill it up. You fill a mill, so you, every every little you buy the BPC in uh, like powder form, and then you mix it with bacteriolose water, so of sterile water, one mil, and in one vial of BPC, there's five milligrams in the whole vial, and you put that into a mill, and then you only inject point one of a mil each time, so oh, tiny well, doses. Yeah. So I fill one vial up with a mil, or one vial, fill one little needle up with a mil. And uh, then I just inject 0.2 over the whole day. So 0.1 in the morning, 0.1 
later in the day, usually after training because there's been a stimulus. So I'll have collagen mm. and then 20 minutes later, inject the VPC. And uh, yeah, uh, well, you, run it, you run, it for, run it for six weeks then take some time off. I need to research how long to take off before I can use it again. Um, how long have you been using it now? And the only reason you come off it is because it, it, you get a negative feedback loop. There's, there's no it's point just, in using it any further because yeah. it's at its maximum kind of saturation point. So you need to take a break to then uh, reinstigate it again. Uh, but then there's TB500, which I'm now running alongside as well, which again is a little bit less tendon and ligament orientated, uh, but more towards muscular and cellular healing. Right. So uh, I'm running those in situ with one another, whereas the TB500 though is only once a week for the first six weeks, and then um, only t something like uh, twice a month, and then only once a month, and you can run that long term. So you run the VPC to heal, you run the TB5 to stay healthy. Right. TB500, sorry. So BPC157, TB500. BPC157 used to be IOC approved. Uh, TB500 was not. Now, I did some research into this recently. I think federation, uh, things like um, USADA mm. have now banned BPC157. So if you are an athlete who is tested for anything on, on whatever they decide to ban, very mainly these people try and ban creatine at one point, mm. um, you just be careful and have a look and see. But if you're not, if you're a general person, it's totally safe. Um, obviously, do your research, do your due diligence, but it's safe in terms of it's nothing hormonal. It, all it does is it's a signaling agent and creates your, it just um, boosts your body's healing factor, essentially. Yeah. It makes you uh, f focus your healing on the injured area for longer because we have a natural ability. We dissipate after three to five days. Yeah. Our healing dissipates because you're not going to die. So your body goes kind of back to baseline. Yes, yeah, so it's like, oh, so, we're okay. Yeah, this keeps you firing and keeps you healing faster with no negatives. The only thing you'd need to be very careful of is if you were had a, a issue with severe cancer in the family or anything like that. If you because with anything to do with cellular level stuff, mm. you always have to consider cancer. Yeah. As a, and so if you if you have a history of cancer throughout the family, and I'm talking full blown. Mm hereditary goes through every member of your family kind of thing yeah. then it would be a worry other than if you've had somebody that, that died of lung cancer from smoking three generations ago yeah that's not the same yeah so mostly for 99.9 percent .9 of people it's probably very very safe mm. and i'm walking talking evidence almost it, yeah. punching proof <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i was gonna say it speaks for itself doesn't it yeah the, the surgeon couldn't believe it when i went in he should have seen his face when, when he said uh, so how have you been so I'm not going to lie to you. I went in, I said, I had the brace on. I yeah. said, I'm wearing this for your benefit. <laughs> he was like, what? So yeah, it's, it hurts me to wear this more than it does to not wear it. Took it off, showed him my range of movement. He was like, hmm, you shouldn't be able to do that yet. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And he was like, uh, hmm. Yeah, it's no wonder the physio couldn't give you anything. Because the physios are limited to giving you stuff to do compared to what the surgeon says. So then they basically... So that's why he had to ring ahead and be like, okay, listen, this is the ability that I'm happy with him doing. So actually give him something from this stage of the rehab, which is f a month ahead of its schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Not too shabby, right? I was, I was supposed to be able to extend my arm within two weeks of seeing him. I was like, cool, two days. Mm. Within two days. Bink. <laughs> massage gun on the muscle that's not been firing for a long time. Very light massage, finger massage on the tendon itself all around. And um, also cut out two of my own stitches. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it happened again. Found more. And then I sutured myself. <laughs> I'm basically a doctor at this point. Fully qualified. Listen, if you need any cuts, suturing, stitches, pulling, 
Yeah. Stuff injected in that heals you super fast like Wolverine. I'm your man. Why not? <laughs> Saying that, now I've had my healing factor, I can get back on and do just a cheeky cigar. Yeah. Because, I mean, it would be rude not to. Tis the season. Tis to the be season. a little indulgent. Yes. So, um, I feel like... While you're doing that, you know, when I ran off to the toilet to get rid of the old rum and uh, swap it out and you said Lou's going to the loo, it reminded reminded me of one night, basically, I think this was about a year or two ago and I was ill and I had like a cold and I was snoring and Emma would get me to basically roll over, which would then stop me from snoring because it was like whenever I was lying in a certain position and uh, in the middle of the night, like she nudged me. And uh, she'd said this several times, just like, roll over. And she said, Lou, roll. Lou, and then, roll. And, and, we, and we, both, we were both like, I was literally just got woke up by the words, Lou, roll. <laughs> Emma was like half asleep herself. And we both just kind of went, <laughs> and I rolled over and then we just went to sleep. But then the next day we were like, do you remember when I said Lou, roll? And we both laughed and we were like, yes, <laughs> Lou, roll. I love it when you say some weird things in your sleep. That other people tell you about later. Yeah. You know what you said last night? Said last night. You know what? First of all, you told me that there were candles in the drawer, and that you hate, and then you hate dumplings. Oh, it's funny that you <laughs> mentioned candles because I remember one where my mate Chris said the candle brings us together, and then just went back <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> the candle brings us. You gotta love it. The way the brain fires when you're not paying attention. Oh gosh. So festively, what's going on? It's December. I hope you're all uh, getting into the festive spirit of things because, honestly, it makes you feel so much better. It's so... I, I didn't have any decorations up because I was waiting for the tree to come. Then the tree came, and then I was waiting for the light-up deer and things because I've invested in some a bit, some new bits and bobs. Did you like my deer? Yeah, the deer was very nice. Yeah, right, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I feel like I need another two. Need yeah, a he's third. a little lonely, I suppose. He's two of them. He could have another. There's the baby, and then there's the bigger one. Yeah. But I think I'm going to get another bigger one. I saw one in the range, and it's a leaping deer. And it, I'm not kidding you, it's massive. Mm-hmm. It's probably about two meters high. Yeah. And it's it's leaping off the floor. So its front legs are up. Obviously, the reason it's two meters high is because its head's right up as if it's jumping a fence kind of thing. Why would a reindeer be jumping a fence? Let's say something proper. Let's jumping a hedgerow. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a vagrant yeah. deer. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh, 200 quid. Oh, I couldn't bring myself to do it. There's a, there's a house just outside of Stourbridge and they've literally got this massive inflatable Santa that is the the height of a house. You're kidding. It is like two like two stories high. It's fucking huge. Um when I went past last though, it was when we had the real bad wind like last week. Yeah. Um and it wasn't there. So I oh, hope they took no. I hope they took it down. They will have taken it down. Before it blew away. Because whoever has that will have um they'll they'll, they'll care for that, won't they? So they'll be, it's been, they'll be on it. Um, it's been there like every year for like a good few years. I remember seeing it. Yeah. So yeah, it was massive. <laughs> but uh, you can't like, be. It's in my neighbor's house. Mm, that's really good. That now, is. if you imagine, if you see a Christmas card, a nice Christmas card with a house on the front of it that has deer and lights and everything's really tasteful, but it's extravagant. Mm. That's my neighbor's. They fully go for it, but in a really she, smart way. She has. So on the front of the lawn, let's give you a perspective. You're driving through the gates to the house, which now have a light-up wreath. Mm. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And what would you call the, the bit that's not the wreath? The, the... It's, it's, 
It's just like the, the, the long bushes st- in like a... What's that thing you put along your fireplace? I can't remember what that's called now. That thing. Yeah. The name of whatever that is. Yeah, it's like bushes and like holly. It's a long bush. Yeah, (laughs) with like... What is that called? I don't fucking know. So you've got the wreath, which is the round thing. Then the long straight thing that goes over your fireplace. That thing. So you've got wreath and then that thing that we can't think of the name of that goes along the top of the gate. All lights up. You come through the gates. Her house is on the right. You've got ornate bushes all the way up her walkway, which are all lit up you then have a family of deer on the on the lawn with the little drummer boys by the door all of this is lit up the entirety of the roof of the house all the edging is done all the garage edging is done Mm. all lit up all lights tinkling away then there's a whole tree by the guard by the by the driveway which is a dedicated light up tree it's not there all year they plant it every year to go back in and it's this palm tree shaped just thing of lights a tree of lights yeah and then the family of deer grows every single day from december the first by one little deer so by the end of december mm. there well by christmas sorry i think it goes up into christmas there are 25 deer on the front of her lawn by the end of the <laughs> that is the, dedication to christmas yeah that is. and it gets better santa's coming again this year with his sleigh and reindeer and by that i mean Reindeer will literally Real. pull a sleigh into the estate with Santa in it. That's mad. On this, uh, if you want to come and when see that, it? I'll tell you off. Yeah, off, off air. When oh it is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had my invitation that came through and it said Santa's visiting again this year. That is brilliant. I remember you telling me about this when we first met, and I was just like, no. She does it for the kids, yeah, because they've got quite a, a big family, <clears throat> but they also have a lot of friends with children. And she literally has Santa, come, and Santa comes in the sledge. Not he doesn't come in the sledge. He's not that kind of Santa. He arrives in the <laughs> in the sleigh, in the sledge. Imagine that just comes pulling in the sledge. Sledgehammer. He comes in. A, he comes in the sleigh and then arrives in the sleigh. Stops and comes in the sleigh, and then uh, they build out the back of the house. Comes on a sleigh. <laughs> comes on the sleigh. Santa just in a G string. Yeah. <laughs> Santa comes on a sleigh. Santa X rated. Bow to bow wow. Ho ho. <laughs> with hose. Yeah. With three ho, hose. Ho, 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 hoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a thing, you know. A hundred percent. Somebody's done that. Mm. Uh, but she builds out the back of her house a a, a semi permanent gazebo, uh, which Santa goes in. And then the children all go and get to sit on his lap, as should be the case. I don't even care if the Santas at these places are paedophiles. I think we said this last week. They're not going to screw the kid in front of the parents. Nobody's going to know. He's going to get his little jolly from the kid being sat on his knee. And the kid's going to go away. He's going to go away unmolested. Who gets off on someone being sat on your knee? Pedos. Well... You sit yeah, and guess, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to like <sighs> draw a connection there of like, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> so, who's the your dream girl? Would you get much out of her being sat on your knee? Because I wouldn't. No, but it's not forbidden, is it? No, sat on your lap, and how far back up your lap exactly it goes? And, and they've probably got a system. 
Yeah. They probably, because they'll bounce them on the knee. I bet you Santa's nowadays, they've probably got like a, a, a line. Prepped. He's probably prepped. When, when you're allowed it, to sit here, you're allowed four <laughs> no, you're allowed inches to, past no. the kneecap. You're not allowed to sit on, you're not allowed to sit on Santa's lap anymore. They're allowed to hover. <laughs> 100% they don't let you sit on Santa's lap anymore. I think it's just, that's what I mean. He's not, no, no, he's not going to run off with a kid and, it, it doesn't matter. I don't care if he's, I don't care if he's a pedo Santa. He's not going to sit there going, <clears throat> you know, and jerking off or run off unless the kid is he. He's going to go and think about it later. I don't think many people are agreeing with me on this. No. But I, my point is, the whole experience of going and seeing Santa is a thing and it should be upheld. Maybe just don't hire pedos. Hey, how about that? How are we about to do some some checks on people? Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so nice Santa comes, spectacles, the whole shebang. Yeah. The reindeer come. Reindeer, by the way, stink. Do they? Oh, oh, they smelly. Like what? Like, like horses or? No, 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 no. Like uh, a hog. Like a hog? Yeah. Like stinky stink. Um, like you walk up and go, poor, smelly. Really? Oh, because yeah. I would have thought they would have been similar to like a goat or something. Like goats yeah, don't, maybe. Goats don't really smell too bad. But no, smellier than a goat then. Literally walk up and be ready to pet them and then go, ooh, a bit stinky, aren't they? First thing, first impression is the smell. Well, that is very surprising. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but it gets better. So they get to go and sit on Santa's lap without <clears> getting <throat> molested. And then they get a gift from Santa Claus that they get to pick from Santa's presents, present sack. Again, not his balls. <laughs> and she goes balls to the wall on the gifts. Last year, the kids... Check this out. Boys got Nerf guns mm. or a Batmobile. And I'm taught I played with the Batmobile. Mm. It was fully a little action figure inside it, fired missiles, and it was a proper Batmobile, about like 12 inches. Mm. Again, not talking about penises. And um, yeah, they just go, they must spend thousands on this. And they just do it for the kids. I love it. it. The kids and me. Yeah. I literally have a picture on my phone of me sat on Santa's lap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing it again this year. And I don't care. Go for it. And he didn't even seem overly surprised by the fact that I was going to do it. He saw me coming yeah. a mile away. Yeah, he said it was just like, oh, he's like, this guy is 100% sitting on my lap. Yeah, he was like, like, you're right. You're 100% right. Patella, prep yourself. We've got a big one coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just lovely. It's a full on, it's just Christmas spirit. Mm. And, and this is what it's about. I think people who bar humbug Christmas really irk me. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm not like the biggest Christmas person, but I definitely don't bar humbug it. I I enjoy, I I'm not majorly on the present giving side of things, other than just like for people that want presents. But I think a lot of the time people feel so obliged to do it, they buy people shit that they don't want. I've got you an awesome present. Have you? I uh, <laughs> I'm I'm working on what I've, I've got an idea of what I'm doing. I just haven't actually done it yet. I found it, yeah. and it was more than I hoped for. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, when, I, when I went to ask for ask about it, mm-hmm. it it came with more than I expected. Because I was I was like, "That's awesome! It's definitely not coming with that though." Went up and went, da, 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 and he's like, "Yeah, it's the whole thing." I was like, "Really? Was like, yeah." I was, and I went back and pointed this this with this and this. Yeah. I was like, "Yep." I was like, "So if I get this now, I get this." He was like, "Yes." How many more ways do you want me to say it? I was like, I'm, yes. I'm just making sure because I'm taking the whole thing. He's like, yep. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> Is it a full gimp suit? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was on the display. You mean it comes with the chains as well? With the leash? Yeah. <laughs> and the box to yeah. keep him in? <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm generally a little bit proud about it. All right, okay, hold on then. So um, we need to know like a little a budget. Because mine's a little bit more difficult. to More than to a pound, less than a thousand. <laughs> give, give us, a, give us, a, give us like we need to have like a budget so we're at least in the you know in similar know, range. Fifty quid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. I'm, I'm like, uh, see, I get it's so good. I bought one for myself too. Really? Yeah. Okay. But you'll see why I did that. Okay, cool. Now, I, uh, I always am a little bit like uncomfortable with getting presents. I know it sounds silly, but like, uh, I don't know. We didn't do it loads as a kid. We obviously, I did it when I was young, but I don't know, I always felt a little bit weird, as, especially as an adult, because Emma's family are very big into Christmas and they spend loads on each other and it's a, you know, it's a, a big deal. So for me to like then get involved in that, I always felt, especially when like it was your turn to open your presents, I was like, I didn't like all the eyes on me. I was just like, what if I think it's shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the best thing, the best thing about me is... I can't hide it. Yeah. I'm so bad. Yeah. So I remember a couple of years people have bought me stuff and it was, I've just, my face just is like, hmm, thank you. <laughs> like it, it's all it screams. Whereas in, in reality, I'm going, oh, thanks. My face just goes, hate it. <laughs> my mum and, and mum, I, I abused her for this for years because I thought it was hilarious. The worst, hands down, the worst gift, the worst expensive gift I've ever got. She bought me a picture mm-hmm. of a tap. <laughs> of a tap? <laughs> a tap. I opened it and it was this framed, it's artwork, but it's a photograph yeah. of a tap. I was like, Mum, I seem to have a picture of a tap. Is this a gift card of some kind? She's like, No, no, it's an artist's work. Look closely at the tap. And I thought, oh, something special. Yeah. I looked really closely at the tap. On the tap, now we're talking like an, an old-fashioned tap. So the five-pronged, twisty, says hot yeah. on the top yeah. tap. On the top of it, where the tap curves over to become downward, mm. just on that peak, was a little little man doing a, just, just diving off. And I looked at it and went, right? And she went, it's a little Muslim man diving off. I was like, okay, what does it mean? She went, oh no, that's it. I just thought you'd like it because, you know, it's a Muslim man and it's a... And you're a Muslim man. And it's it's, it's artwork, it's photography. I went, it's a fucking tap. (laughs) Not even a real tap, mum. It's a picture of a tap I don't own. Is this a magic tap? Is it an important tap? Is it a famous tap? She's like, I don't don't know. No, it's just a tap. Guess where that picture is now. At my mum's. Yeah. <laughs> like, she obviously liked it. You like it, you keep it. I Worst think, gift ever. I think a lot of people do, when they struggle in for, for gifts, they do get people what they want almost. Or my like, mum's a bad gift buyer. Yeah. She once bought me four shirts for Christmas. Yeah. I'm a man who outwardly dislikes wearing shirts. Yeah. She knows this. Yeah. She created me. Yeah. She knows I don't like shirts, yet she went to TK Maxx and bought me four shirts. Not even cool shirts, just shirts. As I remember I remember on that year, I opened them. I was like, Mom, it's shirts. She's like, I know, but they're nice shirts. I went, but they're shirts. 
they're still shirts, Mum. What don't I wear? Well, I thought, I thought, well, there was your error, Mum, wasn't it? There was your error. <laughs> you went off piste on your own, didn't you, again? You've done Fucked it again. it up again, Mother. You've done it again, and you've thought in the wrong directions. And, um... How is your mum doing, actually? Then I called her out, and I was like, Mum, did you buy me these on Christmas Eve? Mm. She was like, I may have left it a bit late. <laughs> she basically went into TK Maxx in a mild panic. Everything was gone, yeah. other than shirts. <laughs> so she bought me four of them to make... So she went for volume over actual decent gift level. How is she? Really, really good. She left my house, and the next weekend was in Lisbon. Yeah, you said that. Is that So is she literally... No, like, back to back, back to work, back yeah. doing... A, yeah, yeah, she's killing it. She's well, easing back in, mm-hmm. but she's back. Oh, because... The going on, she's going away on Christmas? Is that still happening? Oh, yeah, let's check this out as well. Mum, since we're on, you're following it rubbish gifts with buggering off at Christmas. She was here last episode, Christmas, which is lovely. The, the name of this episode is going to be Lex hates his mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lex's gripes with his mother. Yeah, she was buggering off to Bali. For the, no, I, I'll take this back. We were all going to go to Bali as a family for Christmas. And then um, I ripped my bicep off the bone. So couldn't. Well, I could have got the vaccine. Because you have to have it to travel. But I thought, there's no chance I'm getting that and then having surgery. There's just, it's no bueno. Uh, so I didn't get it. And then because it's six weeks from when you have your first one, even if you get like super organized secondary injection and whatever else you need, even mm. if you're getting in, in the earliest possible, it's six weeks until you can travel. So I wouldn't have made the dates. And I'm honest with you, I'm not too keen about being somewhere warm for Christmas. It's wrong. I don't know how you Australians or anyone like that really um even enjoy christmas i'm talking to uh one of our one of our listeners um who is in australia and i'm he's just basically asked if um we can kind of stay in touch to help keep him accountable with training so like every week he gives me a bit of an update and i just give him some kind of oh, that's nice and stuff like that and um like it's quite funny because i'm like freezing my tits off i normally when i reply to him because I, I walk into the gym it's about a 25 minute walk so a lot of the time i'll just give him some voice notes as i'm walking in and he's always just like, because you know he's a uh, he's a mechanic, and he uh, I think he's a mechanic that works on like trucks and larger vehicles, if I remember right. And he's is it Guy Martin. No, damn it. Um, <laughs> starts very early, like some of his shifts start at like between yeah, two and two and four a.m. Um, so he normally trains when he finishes shift at like middle of the day, basically when it's fucking red hot. And he said it's just absolutely wiping him out. And then he's like there complaining about how hot it is as I'm like wrapped up walking, <laughs> walking into work in the frost. It's uh, summer, isn't it? Yeah. And it's yeah. back to front. Mm, it must be mad. It must be really mad. So, I, I, yeah, I can't fathom. I would actually like to get an Aussie over. I'd like to get Nathan over here mm. for Christmas so he can experience a wintry Christmas. Nathan's a cool guy. He's a lovely guy. Ooh, lovely, lovely guy. What I was going to talk about before when you were talking about the, uh, um, the Ivy in York... Just hold that thought there. So you're going to go back to the Ivy in York in a second. Just to finish up on the mother story. Mm-hmm. Bali is now on a 10-day quarantine. If you go over there, they screwed them. So my sister rented out an entire villa for us all mm-hmm. to go and, and spend Christmas together. They've now banged on a 10-day quarantine when you get there in your hotel room. So you're going to spend 10 days in a hotel room where they slide food through a cat flap, I assume. Oh, God. Yeah, horrible. So obviously now they can't go to Bali. So... The universe has uh, bestowed upon me your mother m- over. more gifts. It's gone, don't you worry, Lex. We shall sort you. Um, so my sister's trying to get the money back from the, the villa place, um, which is shit, because she hired this beautiful thing with pool and everything in a really nice area. 
Uh, but Ollie looks but, amazing. So my mum ran me to tell me this, and I was like, oh, see, so are you here for Christmas? Are you coming? For, so she was at mine for Christmas last year. Lovely. So I said that. She was like, oh, no. No, yeah, no. Fuck no. you. Guess what they're doing instead? What? Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Where's not And I was it? definitely like, well, I am fully out. There is no fucking way I am spending Christmas in Thailand. Are you insane? Mm. But she just wants to track. She just wants to go somewhere now. Right, so it's right. in her head. I was literally thinking yesterday, I was like, because... Um, Steve from Vigorous Steve YouTube channel like I listen to a lot of his stuff um, and he lives in Thailand and I was like man I would love to fucking go there Joe Joe Aesthetics yeah. on Instagram yeah uh, messaged me back about his bicep tear we've yeah. been chatting back and forth I've been talking to him about Thailand mm. I'm going to go out there he's living out there pretty Is much he? between there and somewhere else and he's like bro it's such a chill life it's so good mm. the, the, really the quality go. of living out there he said is just awesome one of my friends moved over there uh, to teach English for like a year and a half. And I always said I was going to go and visit him. This was like when I was early 20s, like he did this after college. Um, well, you know, I, you wanted to go on a trip, a trip for the traffic trip. Yeah. Well, my mate lives in Vietnam hmm? in the city and he's invited me out there next year. And we could do a little hop skip with a trot. Mm-hmm. We could do all the three. I could, because I said to Joe, I'll message him when I'm going to head out. He can tell us where to go and what to do and hopefully we'll meet up with him. Yeah. So we can do that. And just hip the shop and hip the scop and scop. What do you think about um, getting some people on the podcast, but maybe over like like a, a Zoom or a something like that? I know it's not qu- it's not as smooth. If they have good recording equipment, it will work all right. I reckon. Yeah. We could have them here yeah. in the middle between us, a little put them in. Yeah, I, right. I definitely think it'd be worth it because there's so many people who we can reach out and talk with. Yeah, oh, definitely worth it. And because I don't know, and I think at the moment it is a little bit more challenging to collaborate. Especially for obvious with COVID restrictions coming in. Yeah, especially when yeah. it comes kind of international-wise. But I think it'd be really interesting to kind of get some of these other people on, talk yeah. to them. Because guests are great, really good, and everyone seems to really enjoy when we get guests on. So it'd yeah. be nice if we weren't even restricted to, you know, the UK, basically. Because we, yeah. we've... I need to talk to you, actually, about uh, the whiskey guy. We'll, yes, yeah, we'll so we're going to try and get on specialist guys and a few different things outside of fitness and stuff like that so you guys get a little bit more pleasure. But we'll get some fitness people on. If you actually message us and say who you like, that would be good. Give, yep. us, give us your top fives. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be fitness. It can be any, any anything. Just don't say something like Arnold Schwarzenegger because it's unlikely. I'll do my best. You'll <laughs> <laughs> do your best, yeah. Lou's good with the words. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get yeah. Drop him a DM. <laughs> Me and Arnie will like this. Bye. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so mum's in Love Thailand. It. That's my Christmas. Um, so it's going to be a neighbourly Christmas for me. So if you fans coming over, yeah, in between your uh, family affairs, I'll be here. Yeah, I think we we're having Emma's parents over Boxing Day, um, and oh no, hold on. Yeah, we're having Emma's parents come over on Boxing Day, and then my grandparents are coming over on Christmas Day. Oh, is your wrapper coming off? Oh, it's knackered, mate. My scar's absolutely falling to pieces. Oh, this. I picked the right one, didn't I? You did. So yeah, that's the wrapper. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm bearing with it. It's all right. Keep your finger on it. It'll be full. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then my grandparents are coming over, so it's gonna be really nice because this is their like. This, they would be on their own this year, so and this is my name's first year in the in a fir- the first house that we actually own, not rent. Um, so we yeah we want to make this like a nice Christmas, and it's a good little practice because it's just going to be me emma my nan and granddad so it's not too hard to cook a christmas dinner for four people mm. um and it'll give us a little trial run for when we do a, a bigger I, christmas i dinner. cooked christmas dinner last year did you all is a, a lovely thing to do as a family mm. everyone doing their own little jobs all of you taking part one of you cutting the potatoes one of you doing the veg 
when he is setting up things. It's just part and parcel of the whole thing of Christmas. Try not to let this one person do the whole shebang. Don't sit around waiting for the meal. Get involved and just do little bits that help out. Mm. You all have music playing. You're having a drink while you're doing it. And it's honestly, it was one of the fun fun parts of doing it for me because I hadn't really got involved with it prior to that. Yeah. Because I just left it to the women. Yeah. Well, maybe just because I don't want my shit burnt and I want it to taste good. Mm. But if you just follow instruction and do as you're told, one, it alleviates their time. They enjoy it more. They're less stressed. Mm. And then if anything's running late or anything, you're part and parcel of it running late. So you're fine with it. Yeah, no one. No, I don't and, think anyone And, and cares they're fine with it because they know you're part and parcel of it. So they're no longer stressed yeah. about it running late. Yeah. They so, just blame it all on you. Well, they just, everyone's <laughs> in the same all. boat, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Nobody's waiting. Nobody's rushing. Everyone's really relaxed. It's just, oh, it's really nice. So uh, I think less about the bullshit of value of presents, number of presents. Fuck you if you take pictures of bullshit under the tree trying to show off what you've got with names and mm, all that shit. Fucking a picture of a Louis Vuitton bag under a fucking... Fuck you. Do you know what I give about more fucks about than a Louis Vuitton bag under a tree? It's having my family around me, having a hot chocolate around the fire watching fucking Superman on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've always been like that. That's what Christmas is to me. Yeah. It's, Not the it's family time, isn't the it? The gifts, if you get a thoughtful gift that are lovely, it's a bonus. Mm-hmm. And it's a bonus. Even the terrible gifts my mum gets me now is just a hilarious joke. It's fun. It's like how far off the mark Every are you this year, year? she's going to give you some she kind of tries. tap related she item. Tries, so unless just she, a tap, an actual yeah. tap. <laughs> just, just, she's going to slowly just from Plumbay, burn your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> She's done all right some years because she's asked, what do you want? What do you need? Yeah. Or my sisters have interrogated me and she's joined in with them on getting something good. At the end of the day, though, like, um, I think, I think as you get older, you get harder to buy for. And especially if you're somebody who is relatively financially secure, because if you want something, I just get it. you get it. Yeah. And, you know, me and Emma are the same and everyone always says we're fucking nightmares to buy from. I also don't like people wasting their money on something when I know I can get it cheaper. I don't like the fact that somebody might have overpaid for something. Mm. So I'm always, if it's something quite of a decent value, I'm always a bit hesitant for them to be like, did you, you, know, did you pay more yeah. than this for this? And yeah. if you did, I'm just like, mm. Yeah, yeah, but I know, I know. I think what Christmas is great for is getting those things that you won't get yourself, but you will use. that are a little costly, but not extortionate. Yeah. So say something like, I don't know, a VR, VR headset for a PlayStation. Yeah. You kind of want it, but you don't need it, and yeah. you don't need to put the money on it. But as a gift, it's great. Yes. You're going to use the fuck out of it. You're going to love it. Mm. And that person's going to enjoy I love giving gifts. Yeah. Like, I will stare at your eyeballs when I give you a gift. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait for the face, wait for the face. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love all that about it. I genuinely enjoy buying the gifts more than getting them. Yeah, definitely for me as well. I, like I said, I get, I feel pressure when I'm opening gifts. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. like it. Um, but yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? I suppose you, you know, you, the, the giving a gift is better, especially if, especially if it's somebody who you know wants certain things. Like uh, at the moment, Emma's sister and um, the manager of the gym, they're that you know, my brother-in-law, they're about to have a kid next year, so they want all these like baby things, and it's great because we know what they want, and they genuinely want pair them of mini and- Timberlands, pair of mini Timberlands. Good idea. Honestly, because they won't buy them because they're extortionate. They're like yeah. 20, 30 quid. Yeah. But for you to buy it for them, even if the kid wears it for like two weeks, it's worth it. Do they do them for literally like yeah. newborns? Oh, no. So what you do is buy slightly ahead. But you can get the newborn ones, but they're basically like... Piece of 
cloth. cloth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With a Timberland logo. Yeah. I did it for my mate when he was a kid. I immediately went straight out and bought him a pair of Nike Air Force Ones yeah. for the baby. Yeah. And he was like, they're never going to buy it because they were like 30 quid. I was like, but that kid's having the Air Force Ones. Yeah. And I enjoyed spending that money on that for that because I just thought that for whatever amount of time I can wear it, it's awesome. Yeah, no, that is cool. Because people take pictures like fucker babies, don't they? Yes. So you're going to have pictures of it wearing this cool stuff. Yeah. Just get it. I'm not even going to say what I'm going to say. But what you have to do if it's a newborn baby is definitely buy either a bear outfit. Because mm. if you, listen, if you don't dress your kid as either a bear, an elf, or some kind of Star Wars character mm. or alien esque thing for at least the first six months of its life, you've missed You're an idiot. You've missed a trick. Yeah. Because you can always take the piss out yeah. of them then forever. The f- if I ever had a kid, the first thing I would do, the picture of my newborn baby would be of it. Dressed as a gnome with a fishing rod. <laughs> Imagine yeah. little baby newborn, gnome outfit, little fishing rod. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Why else are you having a kid? Yeah, just again. You, you can do what you want. With you can just first wind. You can wind them up for the rest no of their life. Clue. Yeah. No clue what you're doing for the yeah. first year. Yeah, I remember. Like my my mom used to take the piss out of the fact that they gave me a lemon. <laughs> I I ate it and then just went and used that... to pull stupid, but kept doing it. Yes, and also. When I first was able to stand up, <laughs> I would get up onto the radiator and it would be hot and I'd be there going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> keep burning my hands. I was like, all right, that's fucking brilliant parenting. <laughs> Let me burn my hands on the radiator. I was taking one hand off at a time, just going, ah, <laughs> and putting it back on, take the other hand off and then put that back on. Just so assuming it was your hands that were overheating yeah, just nothing like, to do ah, with the implement ah. you were holding. That's amazing. I was like, all right, yeah, awesome parenting. I've, right I've fed kids lemons. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. But it's the fact some of the kids, they don't learn. Yeah, oh, I, I, I like they, a bit of stuff they, and I yeah. think I did then, but it was just like... Yeah, they kind of like it, but they kind of can't take it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think that's what was happening with me. So, yeah, th- that's the kind of stuff that you need to do. And like, I'm pretty sure like <laughs> Emma, like there's a photo of her when she was a baby and she was like, I'm sure she was like sat inside a welly or something Amazing. like that. Her entire yeah. body was in a welly. Bath in a sink, that's another classic one. Yeah. Bath kid in the sink. Apparently, yeah. that's actually easier than putting it in a proper bath. That's why most people do it. I suppose you're not bending over, are you? Yeah, it fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Baby yeah. in a sink. Yeah, it makes it. It's basically a bath for a baby. Yeah, just don't try and dry them off in the oven. Mm, yeah, bad, that, bad, bad, bad parenting. No, bad that's parenting. what the radio is for. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something about mums in York. Oh, yeah. So, what I was saying basically, when you were at uh, the Ivy, oh, yeah, and then yeah. that reminded me of because it was so. I don't know whether we even mentioned it, that last week's podcast that we recorded, we didn't record that on a Friday like we normally do. We recorded that on like a Tuesday, Tuesday I think. Mm. Um, and it was because I was away, because it was Emma's 30th birthday. Yeah, it's because rudely Emma was born on a day where we, we should have recorded. I know, Unbelievable. Well, actually, it was technically, it was, the, um, it was the Thursday that was her birthday, and then the Friday we were out for a meal. Look at this, just dragging their birthdays out, mm-hmm. ladies. And then she was out again on the Saturday. Oof. But anyway, so we went out for a meal um, in this place called uh, Adams in Birmingham What's and that? it's a Michelin star Ooh. and but it's I'm sure it was rated I don't know what year it was it was only a couple of years ago but it was rated as like um one of the sixth I think it was the sixth best restaurant in the UK or something like that it was really? it was really Where is it? Birmingham it's that close yeah Ooh, I want to go it was really fun I've never good. actually been to a Michelin star uh, well I, I after we went because we had the taste menu so there was there was about 10 courses overall but they were very small expensive so it was me emma her parents and hannah and liam her sister and sister's partner came to about how many people let me guess six people six people ten courses mm. six people 
400. More or less. Five. Oh, shit. Okay, 700. You are fucking kidding me. For food, mm. 780. What? Keep going. 850? Keep going. Shut the front door. Nine hundred. You <laughs> had to fall off my chair. 975. Oh. Fuck off. Thousand one eleven hundred. Just over, yeah, just over eleven hundred. It was amazing, though, honestly. And so, wait a minute, hang on. What's that per head? Is that two hundred pound a head, nearly one hundred eighty pound a head? Um, so it depends. So you've got like so. There's obviously different things, but we went for the taster menu. So we all had taster menus, but then three of us had the wine menu that goes along with it. So each each um meal that you get. They bring a, a wine that's been paired specially with that food, and literally a guy comes out, pours it, explains the origin of the wine, why it pairs well with the food, and just gives you like this little speech. And they were fucking amazing. And some of these bottles of wine were like hundreds of pounds a bottle, and we were just getting obviously like a, a serving. How much of did they them. give you? Like this um, much? It was a. It was a. No, it was more, more than, than that. that. You know, it was a. It was a glass of wine. Oh, a glass. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't a massive so, glass, but. So a normal one, two, five. Well, to the point where I was getting given the other glasses because they were like, I'm getting a bit too, too yeah. So then I was finishing off other people's so let's wine. Say each of your glasses, if you're having a normal glass and it's a hundred pound bottle of wine anyway, would be around twenty odd pound a glass, and you're getting how many glasses? Um, so there were seven. So technically, so there was seven courses, but then there was. <laughs> I just realised we're on camera, and I had to uh, readjust my man area, and I just did it. Sorry. <laughs> Can they see? Uh, yes, 100%. I just checked on the camera. You can definitely see what I just did. I do apologize. But it was they were getting crushed. Was, there was a wedgie scenario going on. Sorry. So, it, so, yes, really That's expensive. That's a reason to watch Spotify video if there ever was one. Yeah, yeah, just see Lex groping his nutsack. Yeah, around about one hour 15 into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But Yeah, so it was really expensive, but amazing. And honestly, so well, I, I've gone to lots of places that were fine dining experiences. This yeah, is the that's o- what I've done. This is the only place that is like how it is in the movies. This was a not even, this was a different level. Like you got up and went to the toilet. They would follow you back to tuck you into your into your seat. You You literally could not. You could not sit in the seat yourself. They would be there. In the toilet. Did they unzip you and shake you? No, they did not, oh, unfortunately. God. When they came out to the table, so there were six of us, three women, three men, three people would be at the table to serve at the same time. They would serve the women first. Simultaneously, they would put... Everything happened happened in sync. The plates all went down in sync. The drinks got poured in sync. The plates got taken away in sync. It's a whole experience. And it? yeah, everything was synchronized. And you'd see it beforehand. So they'd all get into position. They'd make eye contact and then they would go. And literally everything, it was... It's like a show. Yeah, everything was so precise. And the building itself was a really, really beautiful place. Um, and it was really open as well. Like, you know, so many restaurants now where they kind of trying to get as many seats in as possible. We had loads of space because there were six of us as well. We had like kind of the main table. Uh, it was stunning. The food was amazing. It was very unique stuff. Yeah, um, was, it, was it the weird stuff where it comes out and you, you have to be told what it is because you can't yes. tell what it looks like? Yeah. 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 So, and it was a, it was a, a good range. They were super accommodating to the point where like everything. So I have allergies and, Death um, yeah, I have allergies. 
Emma's mom doesn't eat meat, and Emma's sister is pregnant, so she can't have uh, rare meats or fish and certain things like that. And everyone had their own custom custom menu that had been printed out specially for them. So, like, I literally had mine, and it said that that mine was different to the person next to me because I had certain allergy requirements. Everything was, yeah, and they just everything was just so on the ball. Everything was perfect. It was really precise, and honestly, it was fucking worth spending eleven hundred quid on. Between so, what does it work out about 180 quid ahead or something? Yeah, thereabouts. It was not it, so. I think and the what actual was this for birthday, M's 30th. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it? You know, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. Like, it's not like something you do every day, but also if you if you think about it per head, okay, that's not the I'm sure that the wine tasting menu was about 90 pounds a head. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that added, you know, you we added extra on for that, and I think the, the food was about 100 and 40 pounds a head because we didn't all have the the taste of men, the taste of wine menu but right. i did emma did and emma's mom did they were mostly white wines which i don't mind white wine i i personally prefer a red don't really drink much rosé um but some of these white wines were fucking amazing and similar to when we kind of taste our whiskey and I, I do actually think that a lot of the rum and whiskey tasting that we've been doing more recently really helped and i was able to like identify a lot of these like flavors and things that he was bringing out and there were some of them that had similar kind of notes that i'd noticed in whiskeys and then one of them was just oh yeah it's it's been aged in a white oak barrel and i was like oh that's that's where that flavor came from and and it was crazy that i actually was able to notice some of that kind of uh some of those changes there was a dessert wine that was freaking amazing um yeah it was it was definitely worth it. And just in terms of the experience, it was like the staff was like brilliant. It was, it was what you, you know, when if you're going to pay that money, it's what you wanted for paying that money. Yeah. You know, American psycho going to like, yeah. let's get, get, t- get some Dorsia. Go to Dorsia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they just laugh him off the phone. Yeah. Like this is what you expect to be laughed off the phone for. Yeah. But the thing was like some places that I've been to, um, such as Marco Pierre White's, in Birmingham. I see you've done this. You've done this. Yeah. But I don't... I've been there two or three times to Marco Pierre White's. Apparently, that's not even owned by Marco Pierre White anymore. That is been bought out. The staff there, they're rude and like... if you, Killing. The, yeah, the, it's like... They're so pretentious that you... They make you uncomfortable because I'm not a fucking posh person. Yeah. And like... it's And I... I I don't know. I just didn't feel welcome there. And there were certain places that are like overly pretentious. Whereas this place, it was the highest end, but they were so friendly and so just well-trained. The staff were really well, knowledgeable. They make an experience. Yeah, yeah. And it and was a, just... And an enjoyable experience. Yeah, and it was just very... They were very human as well, though. That You know, it, everything was extremely professional, but they just made it very enjoyable as well. And they cracked some jokes to us it was Uh, it was the perfect mix of that kind of professionalism and humanity yeah yeah honestly it was it was by far the best restaurant experience i've ever had by a fucking long shot well that's it and and that's something you're going to remember for well ever yeah and that's it It was like it's one we wanted to go to we've eyed up another one for my 30th next year but i definitely thought that um we should try and uh head out there just because it is an awesome experience and just the fact that they 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 school you on the wines and on do you drink much wine? I like wine, yeah. So yeah. I think, again, it'll be interesting to go back with you because then we can kind of identify whether it's, you know, like we can actually not, like understand some of the kind of flavor profiles of things a little bit better. Like I definitely did. I I haven't drank much white. I only have it if Emma's got it. Yeah, I'm a red guy. 
Yeah, I'm a red guy. Because I like to sip. I like the fact that red wine makes you sip and yeah. savor. And I like the ones that I'm not a big fan of. Well, here's the thing with wines. They're like whiskeys, aren't they? You can think you don't like a certain type. Like I can I can say Shirazes are too heavy for me. Mm. Yet I've had some beautiful Shiraz without yeah. knowing it's Shiraz and been like, what's this? They say, oh, such and such a Shiraz. I'm like, what? And it's been fruity <coughs> and full-bodied and really yeah. palatable. So you just can't tell until you tried a bit. But the wonderful thing is with wines is you get a little taste before you buy the bottle. Mm. And you don't yeah. like it, you go, no. Yeah, thank the you. best thing about going to a restaurant is when they pour the wine and you know you know fuck all about wine and you watch them pour it and you pick the glass up and you hold it up and you swill it and then you go, mm, yes, that is wine. I shall have more. Yes, wine. <laughs> unless it tastes like vinegar, mm. it's going to be all right. Yeah. But that, it's to do with the tannins. I know I don't like if it has heavy tannins. Yeah. In it, then I'm, uh, I'm, uh, it kicks my. But maybe not so much now we drink the whiskey. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what I mean. For me, there was a noticeable shift in how how much I was able to enjoy and understand the complexity of some of these wines. Obviously, the fact that the wines that I'm probably buying are just shit that you're gonna get from Tesco's for fifteen quid a bottle or ten quid a bottle. Yeah. Compared to Ooh, sorry, compared to like you know hundred plus pound a bottle kind of wines that we were we were having there, which were. You know, on a bit of a different level. Well, I've had a, is it a Grand, a grand Croupier or something? It's like the the way the wine wines are done is they are from different areas of the vineyard and certain areas have better soils than others. Yeah. So the Grand, I'm probably using the wrong word here, Grand Croup or something like that, is just one below the super we do very limited numbers of these bottles area yeah. of the vineyard. It was like the one down from that. Yeah. And I could, it was beautiful. That was at my mate Stagdu, who's the girl he was marrying, who's French. Her cousin came, who owns a vineyard. Yeah. And he was the dapperest guy I've ever seen. He was awesome. Yeah. And the best thing about him was, he was this unassuming guy. Good looking fella, quite slim, side part in hairdo, loved a waistcoat and a tie, but very vibrant. Yeah. Very tailored. Yeah. Uh, but his hands... Like a motherfucking man hands. They were so scarred up. Yeah. Because he's literally in the vineyards, reaching into the bushes to feel the grapes and test the grapes. And yeah. they're constantly cutting him over years and years and years and years. Yeah. So he just had these, this really manicured look and then these man hands, yeah. just like all scarred up. But he was in like his 20s. And he'd literally lived the life. His family owned the vineyard and it was passed down and he was working in it. Yeah, he rode a Harley and just did all these things. But had, uh, what are those really nice sunglasses that fold up? Oh yes, you know the ones, I mean, and they're like a tortoise shell. Yeah, beautiful ones. Yeah, they literally. I like... never quite bring myself to buy them because I break sunglasses too easily, mm. and they're about two hundred quid a pair. Mm. But they're oh, all you're on about beautiful, um... beautiful design. You know the ones I mean. You yeah. all know the ones I mean. And uh, yeah, he so he had those, the waistcoat, the whole thing, and he brought out this bottle of wine in its case, nice. and we all just sat around and shared it. We said, "Oh, it's beautiful. That's very cool." And it's those little things. So it can you can either look at things like that as being pretentious, or you can look at them as being an experience. You're pretentious if you do it because it's got a value on it. But if you're doing it for the value of the experience, that's a whole different world. Mm, and yeah. so what you did was a value of experience. And this yeah. is something in life. Something can be cheap and free, like getting outside, climbing a fucking mountain. Value and experience is different. Going to what you did, cost you a certain amount of money, but still value and experience on a similar level. Yeah. That really actually did open my eyes to it a little bit because I have been in the past opposed to stuff like almost avoiding stuff because of the materialistic like ties to it yeah not that I'll, I'll happily spend money on something that's good but i have sometimes avoided it and 
after, especially because I think I've had some of these experiences that weren't so good at higher end places. And the fact that I'm just like, oh, maybe I'm just not that person. I grew up on a fucking council estate. I'm just like, maybe, like, maybe this isn't, do you know, mate, like that, that's me. I'm working class through and through and I, I feel like I always will be. Um, but going somewhere like Adams, which what, like how he was able to talk to them, feel very comfortable and they were super inviting and just everything. And I was just like, that, that's, that's it. Yeah. That's what it should have been like. And now I'm like, I, I need to spend more on getting some of these experiences. And yeah, so that's it. Definitely, definitely recommend it. We'll we'll fucking check it out at some point, um, maybe in the new year. I think it's eight months ago. Yeah, you've lost the wrapper on that fully. I can't undo it either because the whole internet's in start falling apart. So I'm just uh, this is a this I can't put it down. <laughs> so I'm smoking my cigar. It's been held together by my fingers. Do you want to use the little yeah, sleeve on. thing? Yes, yeah, let me do a little sleeve. Pull that over. I'm not entirely oh, sure why this is coming apart. I so think much. it might look. So you're doing the same. No, but look, see the sleeve is uh, kind of cutting into it. So I reckon you. Oh, it definitely. I pulled it off. Yeah, it ripped it with the sleeve. Yeah. Well, don't ruin yours as well. It's all right if we're going down together. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I do. I, I. I've appreciated things like that, and I know they can be expensive, and I know, but they don't all have to be that kind no, of expense. You can go. I've never spent that much. What was that noise? Why did my body do that? Did you hear that? thing that I do. I don't know what that is. I need to stop it. <clears throat> I'm going to be the worst old man. When I'm about 80, I'm just going to be a noises. Gul- I do gulping. This is a new thing. Well, it's not a new thing, actually. I've done it a long time. It's just it's a new thing that's been pointed out to me because I ask people if I do something that's odd to point it out to me so I can hear it because mm. you get so used to doing what it is, you don't even hear it anymore. Yeah. So I do this thing where when I'm thinking or I'll finish something, I'll go, like that mm. I had to make that noise but I make that noise and don't even hear it and so I now have my friends pointing out going you did it again the gulp yep fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I can start catching it I can start stopping it yeah. so it's uh, one of those things I don't take offence for it I actually want to be told when I do it Um you can go to Michelin Star Things and do tasting menus for around about £60 a head at some say, places. Yeah, yeah, it can be cheaper. Just do you look at your reviews and check them out. But it's a really lovely place to take somebody and try something. Adam's had cheaper stuff as well. The, the taster menu was expensive. Like, that was the, mo- the more expensive one because you literally tried a bit of everything. Yeah. So there was and like... Was ten, 10 phases. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the, the fucking bread... Honestly, the bread was amazing. And you got these two, there was two different butters that came out with it. And there was just like a regular salted butter, which was the creamiest butter I've ever fucking tasted. And then they had like a um, a bacon and truffle butter. Ooh. Amazing. Sounds good. Yeah. Make really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starving now. But yeah. it, it was, honestly, it was a completely different experience. So anyone who's in the, the area, Midlands area, and you were looking for somewhere nice to go out, I can't recommend it enough. Um, Adam, Adams, it's called. Adams, yeah. Cool. On another note, what's your Christmas meat? Turkey or beef? Um, so Christmas Day is going to be beef. We are The family are going out for a, a meal at a pub, like a few, I think Boxing Day or the day after. Going out for a Christmas meal? No, not. So Christmas Day is going to be um, at home. At home. And then Christmas, like we're having another Christmas meal because we're not all together because... Emma's sister and partner are away in Manchester to see his parents. 
So we're, we're all kind of doing our own thing. But then, yes, yeah, so we're having our actual full family Christmas meal with Emma's parents like a few days later. Um, I had turkey. We're going to the place called um, the Manor House, which is a, a local like pub that's very nice. It's the, kind of the, the nicest place that's reasonably priced. And hey, yeah, we, we've been going there quite a lot. And uh, I'm, having, I'm having turkey just because I didn't fancy, didn't fancy so the beef. In York, I got the old uh, hog roast. Yes. Went with that pork apple sauce stuffing. Woo! Had two of them. Day to, back to back, day to day. Nice. Like, yes. I thought you just did two in a row. Yeah, oh, I could do. Could do, could do. Had to back off though. Just like, come on, bro. Don't be. So I think one of the things we'll finish um, up on this Christmas, it's an indulgent time. There's chocolates around, there's goodies around. People are enjoying cooking. There's abundance of food. Um, a lot of people worry about putting on the weight. Getting mm. a bit tubsy, tubsy, tubs. Yeah. Here's a little thing you can do. You know Christmas Day is coming. You're all aware of it. You can do some pullback days. Yeah. So prior to Christmas, or maybe midweek, maybe you've been a bit indulgent, have a couple of... Here's the thing. If you're going for a show, when you do when you work with the body, to peak the body, to make it as full as possible, you do a three-day deplete, two-day load. Mm. And that works perfectly for Christmas. Yeah. Prior to the Christmas Day and Boxing Day, do a three-day deplete. So get out, be energetic, move, but cut your food down. Make it high protein, low carb, and I would even do low fat. Yeah, just reduce, just for drop three those days, carbs. just those three days before. Then on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, go full tits to the fucking wall. You're not going to be able to digest all the shit you eat anyway. Mm-hmm. Most of it's going in the Lulu. Yeah. So three-day deplete, two-day load. Keep moving through your Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Christmas morning, I started, we go for a Christmas walk. Yeah. In the morning, we get up, we have, well, when my mum's here, because she likes doing it, we have uh, the, a Bellini mm. in the morning with our salmon and eggs. Yeah. Then we go for a walk. Then we come back and start prepping the Christmas Day dinner. So we've got up, we've had something a little bit, but then we go for about an hour's walk, nice and out and about, getting fresh air, getting moving. Then we come back and then we all join in together, getting everything ready. So again, you're up and about moving, not sat watching something. Mm. Then your Christmas dinner, then, you know, indulge, indulge. But again, Boxing Day, try and get up, go for a walk. Maybe get, to, if your gym's open, get to the gym, get yeah. your morning sessions in, get your evening session in, whatever it is you do. You keep that rhythm going. Then after Boxing Day, make a fucking note. After Boxing Day, that's your lot. Yeah. Next day, pull back again. Yeah. And then bring it through to New Year. Then again, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, have have it, have what you want. I think people do take, like, they break up and then they're just like, ah. Oh, fucking gonna have two weeks yeah, going don't do it you'll feel like a slug yeah and it, and it's gonna be hard to pull that back you know you, obviously you can do it of course yeah. you can do it but it might take a month to, to kind of catch <laughs> back up which by three then three weeks probably yeah you, you know what i mean start feeling yeah. tight again yeah it's 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 a you know it depends how hard you go but yeah. um and also you know make sure you do still take that time to enjoy yourself because so, i know some people that that just want to try and stay 100 percent regimented throughout i'm just like you've got to you well, get, don't be that fucking guy at the table. Yeah, just bring in your, just your, turning your Tupperware box. Down, not jo- <laughs> Fuck you, if you join a Tupperware box at my Christmas table, I'm punching you. <laughs> You're getting kicked out of the house. Yeah, just, you know, balance. That's what this all is about. Just finding that sweet spot where you can make the progress that you want to make, but you can still live a normal life. And do you know what I mean? Look at us. We, we drink fucking rum and whiskey at least once a week, sometimes mm. more. Um well, I, put up, I put up pictures of me having croissants and bakery stuff because in the morning in York, I got up early and went to this bakery which calls uh, Little Little Arras mm-hmm. in, in the middle of York. And you have to get there before 11 or everything's kind of gone. Gone, yeah. Yeah. So I was there for like half nine having croissants with coffee 
And uh, I got messages going, how do you eat all that and stay lean? I said, well, I'm not eating croissants all day and drinking coffee. Yeah, every day. Yeah. It's my morning and I've, I know I'm going to eat it. Yeah. So the night before, I had a good old hearty meal of high meat, moderate carbs and, pro- and, um, and fats. And then I knew I was getting up in the morning to go and have croissants and things. So for lunch that day, I didn't have more croissants. Yeah. Smear myself in butter. Mm-hmm. For the lunch, I went and had... Croissants probably pre- yeah. pretty good pre-workout. If <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's carbs and fats. Yeah. So, it, again, it's moderation. Everything's moderation and keto, balance and, and having everything in there. People look at a certain food and they just think, like, that food is the devil. The devil, yeah. yeah like, it's well, not. There's no such thing as clean food unless you wash your shit in fairy liquid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's, it's the fact that you have an overall allowance for a day and how you go about utilizing that allowance is up to you, but you can't treat a plate full of chicken the same as a, a, a plate full of roast potatoes yeah. because they're not the same macros. Yeah. And why it's important for you guys to understand macros and get involved with that. And if you think, oh, it's so much hard work, then cool, stay out of shape for life because staying in shape takes fucking work. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to be in okay shape and look healthy, it's fine. Just watch your calories, uh, watch your meal sizes and portions. And that's going to be all adequate enough. But if you want to be lean, if you want to grow muscle, you want to be in that kind of uh, lower percentage of the population, yeah, you're going to have to put some fucking 5%. effort in. Yeah, you're going to have to put some fucking effort in. Mm. And that's just the way it is. You don't get something f- for nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think... Um Again, it's just people understanding that, that you, you're not going to understand it all day one. And this is a process that we've figured out over years yeah. of training and dieting and going up and down and doing stuff wrong a lot of the time and then figuring out better ways of doing it. So, yeah, you just you put in the work. And also, it does get easier. Like, the, the longer, the longer you, do you do it, the, the easier it gets to maintain more muscle mass or to stay leaner. You, you, you get more tuned into your body. And also, your body does get used to being in a leaner state or holding more muscle mass. It's just more capable of dealing with exogenous calories as well. Because if you suddenly have a splurge day, mm-hmm. yeah. you I'm going to be a bit crass here. You shit like a motherfucker the next day. Because mm-hmm. your body for the next few, for a few days after will, will be like, oh, we don't need all this shit. This is not what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And it will start, it will excrete it. Yeah. But if you continue it for a full week, two weeks, it stops yeah. doing that and it starts to, hold it and yeah. hold it because i think people don't realize as well there is kind of upper limits to the amount of calories that you you can actually kind of take on board in a in a in a time window do you know what i mean people think if you ate twenty thousand calories in a day you're like oh man you've just blown your fucking weeks worth of calories yeah. it's nah, like no doesn't work like that yeah you, you like firstly fair play if you manage to eat twenty thousand calories <laughs> in a day yeah but um yeah like you won't you won't digest that that's and that's the, not going, that's not yeah, all if going you did in. it every day for months, you're going to get super fat. But if you do it once, most of it's going to get rejected by your body because mm-hmm. it can't, like you said, can't take it all in. But if you keep overloading your body day after day after day, it's going to start compensating a bit and trying to keep you alive. So it's going to start storing mm-hmm. all that excess sugar and fats and carbs as it's going to start filling up your fat cells to stop you killing yourself or stop your digestive system overload. Stop. It's just, it's a, everything again is that balance. So, consistency is key through the year and the more like you said the more consistent you get with that the better your body will deal with these splurge days and these exogenous days also you are going to look crap for at least three days after your big splurges Um, unless you get to the gym pound some cardio and smash the weights um, your abs may still be water loaded over, mm. but you'll still get a fantastic pump in the gym. Yeah, and put the, you'll be putting fucking calories to use. You'll yeah. feel strong as fuck, and you'll have a lot of energy. Um, but just understand, for like three to maybe a week after, yeah, you're not going to look great, but it's not permanent. 
Yeah. It's not permanent. One meal can't make you fat, like one meal can't make you shredded. Yeah, it's yeah. an accumulation of things over time. Yeah. So please and don't that, panic. And, and how enjoy. it stacks up over weeks and months. It's not one it's bad not, day. It's not hours in, in a day. Yeah, it's not not that at all. So please enjoy Christmas. Please start enjoying the festive season. If you know you're going somewhere, literally three-day deplete, two-day load. Mm. Run on those systems. Have three days of being really good, then have some fun. It's really easy. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I think that's a good one to finish on. Yeah, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, because we are we are wrapping. We're trying to keep it in that 90 minute. And we're just over it. Yeah. So oh, that's because of Spotify, isn't it? Of what? Oh, is Spotify 90 minutes or? No, two hours. Two hours. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. But good. I just think palatable. Yeah, fair enough. There we go. Goodbye, everybody. And we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to us, I'm hungry. Yeah. And downstairs we've got some festive foods. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go and yeah. have them. We already we had like two glasses of mulled wine before we oh, even started. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. First mulled wine of the season. I know. It was really nice. Yeah. Mold wine oh, it was yeah. M&S. Yeah. M&S do the best mold wine. M&S mold wine with Homer additions. So put in star anise, full oranges chopped up in there. Tried to get blood oranges, but there weren't any available anywhere. Mm. So ideally you want star anise and blood orange. Mm. But we've got normal big ass oranges. And we've got some mini mince pies. We've got some salmon and mousse bouches. Ooh. Uh, we've got, what else we've got going on? Lots of, uh, we've got some um, oh uh, loaded baked what do you call them skins like jacket potato skins that's it yeah potato skins yeah. loaded potato skins got wow. some of those and I think what's the meat we're having uh, something something that's been murdered and made into food oh, yeah I'm fucking starving Lovely. all right everybody I need to go and eat <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna go <laughs> eat finish off this uh, cigar that's kind of holding itself together in there's ash all over the table there's ash everywhere. But it's all good. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's December. We've got how many until Christmas now? What are we on? How many have we got until Christmas appears? It's the tenth today. So. so we've got ooh two. And we will we get two in? Yes, we should do. We should get two more. Seventeenth. Dun, dun 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 Date math. What we do yeah, on so Friday? It'll be the day before Christmas, won't it? Next Friday. On the, we release them on the Monday. Will we oh, get so it'll be, oh, no. So, yeah, we'll get it recorded before Christmas, but... I could try and get it out before Christmas. We, yeah. could, we could have a Christmas, a Christmas special. Eve special. The Christmas special. There we go. We'll try and get one out for you for Christmas Eve. How's that? Yeah. How's that for you? Yeah. There we that go. sounds cool. There we go. Merry Christmas, everybody. And as always, what have we got? Two things for you to do. In the week previous, what was good, bring it forward. What was bad, leave that fucker behind. Actually, I'm giving you three things. Number two, make your own fucking energy. Like I said, you've got to get out there. You gotta make it. People that you see are happy, people that you see are energized, they're making an effort to be that fucking way. And three, enjoy the fucking festive season. Mm. Say hello to your neighbors, wave at people in the street, spread those little ripples in the pond, spread the little happiness. Go and enjoy some fucking Christmas markets. Go and enjoy if you can get an ostrich burger. Oh my god, go and get an ostrich burger. If you can get a hog roast, go get a hog roast. I know it's hard to look at the piggy in the window, but the piggy tastes good. <laughs> piggy tastes real good. And uh, that's everything. So until the next one. Toodle pip. Toodle See you next week. Pip.